Hello, this is Collective Noun Radio. For a high quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun on Hit 105. Yes, we are back. Last time for the week on the Thursday night, Zach. And tonight on the show, a Bachelorette contestant has found himself in a little bit of uh, hot water, I guess. Uh, His past has come back to haunt him. What's happened? So, Courtney, uh, who I think he's in the final four at the moment, Mm. he was on Totally Wild in his year 12 year. Talking the about footage it. has leaked. It has. It's come out, as everything from school does. Well, should we kick off the show tonight? I know that you have a TV appearance that... <laughs> should you just get that out in the open so oh. that no one can hold it against you? What, the thing that comes back to haunt me? Yeah. Well, almost a year ago today, I was on Family Feud, if that's what you're referencing. Sure. <laughs> oh, which TV appearance were you talking about? We'll talk about the other one later. The other but one? yeah, the Family Feud <laughs> one's fine. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom on Hit 105. Dom, it's time for a brand new segment. Collective Nouns Pizza Request Test. What we do, Dom, is we put in an order online for a pizza. Mm. In the special instructions, we see what type of stuff we can put in there and whether they will actually deliver on it. Oh, look, I really hope that the pizza makers of Brisbane have a sense of humour um, mm. because if not, this segment's going to fall over flat. Maybe we'll ask for a design on the pizza. It's Maybe we'll ask for something written in the box. Maybe a special instruction on how they deliver it. Okay. Maybe with a jig, a dance. And also, the thing I love about this segment is we get pizza. Um, and that's always a helpful thing at the end of a segment. Now, how this always works is we bring in our... Wheel of instructions. Oh. We'll give that a spin bring and see where it lands. With the doors opening here. Just bring it in. Bring it right over, wheeling oh. over. Zach, warm up. You ready for a big spin? Yeah, sorry. I just have to plug it in so the lights work. Yep. There we go. Plugged in at the wall. Turn it on. Big spin. You ready? Warm it up. Three, two, one. Oh! Wow, that was a good spin. Oh, that was a big spin. What do we got? Oh, okay. I'll take this oh, one off. Interesting. Well, the blue tack's a little strong. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Number it? seven. What is it? Um, do you have the um, pizza open? There, uh, the order is ready to place. What are we going with tonight? Domino's Pizza Hut. Uh, we're going to go Pizza Eagle Hut. Boys. Pizza, pizza Hut. Hut tonight. Okay. The instructions. Order a pepperoni pizza. Ask for the pepperoni to be in the shape of a smiley face on the cheese pizza. That's not bad. Okay. okay so do you reckon they'll do that for us? No. No. <laughs> All right, well, we'll follow this throughout the night. We'll place the order now, and uh, I guess we wait and see if they follow through on the request. I don't have high hopes. This is Collective Noun on Brisbane's Hit 105. Now, Dom, you love Christmas. Yep. Uh, We're now two months away, I think. Yeah, we are, uh, as of next Tuesday. How much would you say you love Christmas? Oh, it... If someone asked me what my main hobbies are, it would be in the top three things I mention. You have a Christmas tree in your bedroom. And a train set that goes around the bottom of it. How many Christmas trees in your house? Uh, Normally just the two. Just the two. So in your bedroom and then in a main room. The main family one, yeah. What's your attitude towards Christmas beetles? Um, well, because I know you don't like insects, but no, you love Christmas. I do. So, uh, which ones are the Christmas beetles again? Uh, they're a beetle. Yeah, quite large. Mm. Uh, maybe half of your thumb size. They're the colourful ones. Yeah, and they they you know those cars that have the paint on them that changes colour as they go past you. Oh yeah, very similar of. to the Christmas beetle. <laughs> right. Okay. So they're re- reflective mm. almost. Okay. Like and- a purpley goldy. By, by reflective, I mean in surface, not deep and meaningful <laughs> bugs. All right, well, um, have you given one a chance? <laughs> well, maybe they Buy are. Buy one a drink, have a chat, 
and see what comes up. Um, I don't know. I, I've never had a strong opinion on Christmas beetles, okay. um, except to say that I don't think they deserve the name. I don't know what they've done to suggest that they deserve the name Christmas. They come out at Christmas. Yeah, summer beetles. I mean, <laughs> we, there's many other names. Are they coming out in Christmas overseas in the colder climates? Don't think so. Well, you know what annoys me, though. Yeah. Christmas beetles coming out earlier every year. <laughs> it seems... <laughs> Easter has just ended, then bam, I see Christmas beetles. This is Collective Noun on Brisbane's Hit 105. Zach uh, Courtney from The Bachelorette, one of the uh, finalists, his past has come back to haunt him today with a clip that's come out. It's not great. What is it? So he, in 2003, he was in year 12, Mm. and he was on Totally Wild talking about a manual arts project. Yes. It's a bit embarrassing. Have a listen. This is, uh, he's talking about the hovercraft that he's made for manual arts. The hovercraft, along with several other design projects, has secured Courtney a place at a leading design school. Oh yeah, I was so stoked that I got into that course. It's been a bit of a dream come true to get into it. Yeah, see, it doesn't look so good now, does it? At no. the time, that would have been the coolest oh, thing in the world to I, be on that show. His family would have gathered around, got the, the rallies around to watch the, the airing of it. But the thing is, no one's voice sounds good from when they were in year 12. No. You don't want to hear that back when you're a Bachelorette contestant years later. When I was in primary school, my school went to one of these, like, you know when they had, like, school game oh, shows? Like, yes. you know, there was, like, Amazing and yes. Wipeout and shows like that. Uh, but I wasn't in the class that went. And I was so jealous. I always wondered how they picked the schools and if I could, in some area of manipulation, get my school into the Would you have changed schools just to be on one of those game shows? (laughs) Oh, you know, some schools will sell themselves to parents on their (laughs) academic program or their sports program. I would sell a school if I was running it. We were on Wipeout in 99. You're a couple of years too young to remember this, but there was a show called Amazing, which was where kids ran through a maze and they had to collect... um, I think it was like keys. Because I was on, I'm even a little bit too young. Like I just remember playing that in preschool. Right. Like we played in the schoolyard. Okay. That was like a dream. If that set still existed, <laughs> I would pay so much money to go play in it right now. Uh, 13, 10, 60. We want to know, uh, what were you on TV for as a kid? Because obviously this has come back to haunt Courtney. Mm. My younger brother, Zach Hudson, when he was younger, do you remember what's in the box? Is that with... Bob or Bop or uh, there memory, was like a puppet? I think so. I only vaguely remember it, to be honest. Um, we're talking you know, probably early 2000s, I think. Yeah. He was on What's in the Box as one of the two people that had on for the day. And uh, it didn't go great for Hudson. Really? What happened? He cried on the, the show. Did they show that on TV? Uh, to memory, they did. Yeah. Why did he cry? I, I think because he didn't figure out what was in the box. <laughs> I don't remember the exact intricacies of it, um, but you just uh, it's just a general rule as a parent. I don't think you should put your kid on TV before they're 18. Okay. I just think that's safe. So what type of stories do you want on 13, 10, 60? Um, oh, any appearance that you made on TV when you were a kid. Obviously, we had those shows like Wipeout, the school type ones, yep. um, but, but really the whole spectrum of... Uh, I mean, you're not going to be on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. <laughs> Although, that would be an amazing show if you got like five-year-olds in the millionaire seat across from Eddie and he asked them the similarly hard questions. Isn't that, are you smarter than a fifth grader? <laughs> Good call. Damien, what was the show you were on? Uh, it, it was my friend. He was on Bindi's Wildlife Warriors. Oh, that's good. So is that, what did they do on Bindi's Wildlife Warriors? I can't say I saw much of it. I imagine they were warriors for wildlife. Yeah, it was. It's just pretty much like like a game show. Like you need to collect things, run places, and oh, all that. I have seen this. I saw this recently. Did you? It's pretty mm. good. Okay. It's like it's like what you know how like everything has been watered down now, so it's nowhere near as dangerous as it used to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
This was actually pretty cool. <laughs> was I it? was like, wow, I can't believe they're letting kids do this. Okay, uh, Jacqueline, you were on TV as a kid as well? Yeah, so I was in Golden Casket in primary school. There were, these adults came to my preschool and poached me. And essentially, for five hours, I was hugging a child. And in the advert, it's just off my back hugging a child. For two seconds. Oh, you're in a Golden Casket commercial, is that what you said? Yeah, commercial print and oh. on the TV. And did this make you famous in the schoolyard? No, no one even realised. It was just my back. <laughs> it was like literally my back. It was so embarrassing. What? It was five hours of hugging. What, what year was this, Jacqueline? Prime, it was like preschool. They came to my preschool, these adults, and then they poached a few students. And so why were you poached? Um, apparently I looked cute. I'm not sure. I had a nice back. (laughs) (laughs) For the late night Macca's run, this is Collective Noun on Hit 105. This is Collective Noun's Out of Context News. (laughs) Making Out of Context News tonight... Beyonce wasn't impressed with the food on Tiger Airways. The flight attendant came and was like, I have your hot sauce and pickles and and bananas. And I'm like, that is absolutely disgusting. What are you doing? Also, Keith Urban found out Clive Palmer wasn't a fan of his music. This huge, obese guy comes up in his business suit and he stands right in front of me with his fingers in his ears. And Donald Trump has spent $5 million on a skill tester trying to win a stuffed toy. But if I don't win... This will be the greatest waste of time, money, and energy in my lifetime by a factor of 100. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom on Hit 105. If you've listened to the show before, you know that each week we ask, beg, nay, plead for five-star reviews on the iTunes podcast store, a.k.a. the Collective Noun Forum, a.k.a. the happiest place on the internet. All you have to do to get onto the Collective Noun Forum is pay the admission price. That's a five-star rating on the iTunes podcast store. Then you can leave whatever you want in the review, and we'll read it out on the show. Uh, Zach, tonight we're going to start with CMS089, um, who's just discovered the podcasts and is enjoying listening to them on their way home after a long day. And I think, you know what, I think that's what we should work in. After a long day, your cup of tea, you put your feet up, you put your headphones in, and the Collective Noun podcast. Is that a good way to consume it? I think so. Or I think they're talking about a commute. Oh, so you So on the train or something like that. That's true. I was listening to a podcast on the train home today, and mm. the guy who sat next to me was listening to something on his phone. I couldn't get a look at it. Um, but I wonder, is that something we bond over? Maybe when you're on the train, because you know how sometimes people will say, what mm. are you reading? <laughs> yes, right. So maybe we ask, if you do listen on a train... You just mentioned to the person next to you, hey, you looking for new podcasts? In fact, anybody who's listening to this bit right now on a train, I'll include a bus on that. Okay, we'll, Let's we'll give them pause. A, a command for them to do, maybe. Oh, a command sounds a bit over the top. Well, just suggestion, s- a serving suggestion. I was going to say, if they like stick their left hand up in the air, right? Just momentarily. Ah. Everybody else on that bus or train who has listened to the podcast and heard this bit will think that's, or someone just asking a question, but that's somebody who knows, listens to the podcast. Sure. What I was thinking we do yeah. is give it a little bit of a pause and give a chance to go right now. Turn to the person next to you yep. and say, hey, are you looking for a new podcast? Oh, that's I not bad. I suggest the Collective Noun podcast. Do you want, should we put some thinking music in? Yes. All right, let's put some thinking music in. How long do you reckon, Zach? Maybe seven-ish seconds? Seven seconds seven? is good. So um, everyone at the moment, have a look around. Is there anyone you can suggest the podcast to? Go for it now. And welcome back. 
and welcome to all those new listeners yeah. who just got a new podcast suggested to them. Maybe you're splitting headphones now. That's they said, true. hey, can I have one of the headphones? If you've just tuned in on the bus or train with this person <laughs> for the first time. Welcome. Welcome along. I mean, you, you'll pick up pretty quickly what we're doing. And uh, you know what? Maybe maybe you want to go back and listen to the whole podcast to make sense of this. Or maybe you can not. go forward from here if you want. Up to um, you. Thank you very much, CMS089. And uh, also on the forum today, Zach, we've heard from Megan underscore MLR. Megan has said that she's a bit late with this, but just wanted to say that she highly recommends that I go on the Mulaney Dairies tour. Now, we were chatting about this, mm. obviously with my love of milk, and Mulaney Dairies, the boutique dairy near Brisbane, um, that maybe I should go and do the tour. Are we concerned that the Mulaney Dairies tour will be like the Willy Wonka tour? <laughs> and each person will be... Plucked off one by one, uh, one for being greedy, one for being, um, you know, selfish. If it was at a milk tour factory, I would definitely be Augustus in that scenario. <laughs> there is no doubt about that. You're swimming in a vat of milk. <laughs> uh, it's not bad. I mean, I don't know what they'd give out the golden ticket. How would I get a golden ticket? Do you drink the milk? And maybe it's in the milk cap. Yes. That's not bad. I think you should go, Dom. You mm. should go. You should report on this. I would like to know if there's a Willy Wonka-like character oh, running so. the show. If there's not, I mean, I think I've got my, <laughs> my future job. Oh, that would be so good. I could be the Willy Wonka of the Mulaney Dairies factory. And that what, would be great. What could we have um, working at the factory, like the Oompa Loompas? That's true. Um, oh, maybe the lactose intolerant people, because I, I can That'd trust them to not drink That's the true. That's, That's true. That's the issue. If I put normal people in there, they'll drink all the milk. Put lactose intolerant people in there and they won't touch the produce. How about, how would you feel about employees working in pairs, in cow suits? One is the front, <laughs> one is the back. Not bad. That way they won't startle any of the cows. I don't know how I will justify to the board of the company the vast expense on cow suits, but I guess if I'm going to be the eccentric character running yes. the place, I've got to take some risks. And I think they would be keen on that as well, Dom, because you would be one of the only people who would run the factory willing to be paid in milk. <laughs> Which I think you would take that payment, wouldn't you? People would come and watch and be like, is it true that this man has lived off nothing but milk for seven years now? There'd be a lot of rumours, like there is about <laughs> Willy Wonka. Well, so the reason Megan suggests it, because uh, she went on it, uh, the tour on holidays a couple of years ago, and she said it was really interesting, and apparently the best part of the tour is they give you lots, in brackets, I'm serious, of free samples, almost full-size products. Okay. Um, so uh, I've booked my trip to Mulaney tomorrow morning. I'm driving up there. Do you want to come with me? Um, this might be a this could be a collective noun show excursion to the Mulaney Dairies. Okay, let's do it. We'll, we'll one day we'll head up there. Would you drink the milk with me? Uh, I don't really drink that much milk, but I, I'll make a special exception. Thank you. Um, and I'll put in a good word. Do you want me to be your uh, reference for your resume to be the Willy Wonka of the Mulaney Milk Factory? Well, you're an only uh, initial... Oh, wait, can I just say, you have to go dressed as Willy Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll definitely do that. Wait, are we talking Willy Wonka from the first movie or the Johnny Depp Willy Wonka? Ooh. I think the first one's better. The purple, yeah, first one. Purple first top one. hat and suit. Yeah. Well, in the first one, is it Slughorn is the guy who actually ends up working with Willy Wonka, but just needs to test the people around him are worthy of is that the me? factory? You're Slughorn. Okay. I think in this scenario, that works for me. And um, who's Charlie? Michael. My, <laughs> our producer Michael could be Charlie in the milk factory. No, actually, I don't want that because Willy Wonka hands over control of the milk factory to Charlie, okay. or to the chocolate factory to Charlie. I'm not ready to relinquish control yet. Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, I think Michael actually wants to jump on a microphone at the moment, which uh, I don't know what on earth he's got to add. What is it, Michael? I was just going to say that one of the characters in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is called Mike. That's Mike true. TV. Yeah. And, and uh, <laughs> how does that end? 
Uh, oh, look, I'm happy to have that ending. He, goes mini, he right? made it into a song. That's tr- Do all of those kids die? Um, I've never really thought about this. They don't show them dying. You would imagine Augustus had a few problems. <laughs> <laughs> there was a few complications, I think. If he didn't die from being sucked up that thing, he definitely died of diabetes sometime later. <laughs> 20 years down the track. Violet, caught up with him. Violet would have struggled. Obviously, uh, She was the blueberry, right? Yeah, that's... that's it's an odd film. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she was the blueberry. Um, so Mike TV, he became really little and then mm. uh, he was put into the handbag. That's true. Right. And then that became a spin-off Indian in the cupboard, <laughs> <laughs> which is a great film as well. Also equally as weird. <laughs> I haven't seen that one. You haven't seen Indian in the cupboard? Do you know no, what it's about? No. What's it about? Um, this guy has like a dollhouse yeah, right. practically. Okay. And whatever toys he puts in there come to life and he puts like a, uh, like a Native American toy in there. Right. And he builds like a house for it and stuff, and they become friends. The reference I was going to make was Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Also a great film. Um, How many ki- films are there about shrinking people? Not enough. Not a- <laughs> My favourite was um, Fern Gully. I haven't seen that's that That's not either. about shrinking people. That's just about small people. I think they're fairies. Okay, different thing, I think. Um, is, is Avatar. I, that's true. Yeah, Avatar stole it. All right, so here's, the story what, line. <laughs> here's what we do, maybe, is I'm Willy Wonka. You're Slughorn. Michael is Mike TV on, on the Mulaney Dairies tour. It kind of works for Michael as well because mm. he likes cameras. And a lot of watches a lot of TV, I think. You can make a uh, lot of TV references. Sort of. I guess, I guess so. <laughs> it breaks down pretty quick. That's true. Um, I, I think we'll go along and I'll see if I can find my own Charlie Zack. I'll, you know, take him under my wing as an apprentice. And then maybe in 50 or 60 years when I just want to retire with the cows... Uh, put me out with the cows. <laughs> out to pasture. Charlie can take over from me uh, running the, chocolate, uh, the milk factory. The sun sets and <laughs> the cows and Dom in the field. <laughs> and someone comes over to Charlie and says, should we go help him? And he says, no, he wanted it this way. <laughs> Uh, if you do want to get on the Collective Noun forum, and we would love to hear from you, all you have to do is search for Collective Noun on iTunes, find our podcast, leave a five-star rating and whatever you want in the review, and we'll read it out on the show. For the uni students pulling an all-nighter, this is Collective Noun on Hit 105. Zach, you know, earlier today we were chatting about how I want to buy a telescope. You did say this, Dom. You yep. were looking off into the sky in the daytime, mind you, <laughs> saying that would it be weird if you got a telescope? And your theory was? Yeah, it would be weird because... Firstly, you're 23, mm. and secondly, you're the least scientific person <laughs> I've ever come across. You don't need to be scientific to get a telescope, do you? Uh, there's a lot of science involved, looking no, at stars. that's a microscope you need to be a scientist for. A tele- any scope. <laughs> any scope is science, except uh, horoscopes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did Google uh, telescopes, right, to have a look at the, the range. I probably had a five-minute look at telescopes, so not what that What did much. you find? Um, I found that I probably could afford an okay telescope and, and <laughs> my passion's somewhat intrigued. Look, it seems strange to me that you'd want a telescope as a young man, mm. no scientific background. Why would you want a telescope? Okay. So there is, a, 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 outside of looking at the stars a little closer, they look awesome in a room. I don't know if you've seen them as like a fashion accessory before or like a, a interior decorating, yeah. but a telescope in the corner of a room looks awesome. I've got a great idea for you yep. and it will save you a lot of money. <laughs> yep. In a similar way that you can wear fake glasses <laughs> if you want to look smart, yep. just get a fake telescope. <laughs> Put it in the corner Put of the room? Put it in the corner of your room. Yeah. Just okay. have no glass in it or anything. Yeah. And it's just a statement piece. I'm going to have to stop inviting scientists over then. <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom on Hit 105. Dom, it is late on a Thursday night. The perfect time to test if you're up with the week of news. 
Facebook comments game. This is the game where we have to guess the news story from the Facebook comments left below. Mm, that's right, Zach. We've got our producer here, Michael in here to run proceedings. Let's get straight into it with the first news story and the first comment. Where can we find it? Okay, something new out, a new product. Something's being released. Where can um, we find it? Hmm. Was there maybe something... I know Hungry Jack's brought out that E-tag. That's true. You know that? I don't know if it would be no. big enough about that. Second comment. Poor choices. Poor choices. All right, well, that sums I think up that everything maybe, in the news agenda these days. Did someone bring out a selection of things and they chose a poor selection of them? Oh, this is tricky. We're going to need a third comment. Well, they need to remove free parking now. Oh. oh, of course. It's I know Bris- what it is. Brisbane, Brisbane Monopoly. Mon- Monopoly. Has to be Brisbane Monopoly. We got it in the last one, Michael. What is it? Uh, the headline is Brisbane gets its own Monopoly. Boom. Just straight out of the, the gates there. One Zach. from one. Great start. Beautiful. What it means is that we can really have a red hot go at number two. Do you want to take a bit of a breather before we get in or just mm. jump in? Let's jump in. Jump Keep in. it going. Here's the first comment of the second news story. I'm from Melbourne and it's been a whole 20 minutes since I was outraged at something. Okay, so there's an outrage, mm. an inner-city outrage. It does sound that way. Um, nothing's coming to mind off that. Second comment. This means war. This means war. I imagine that doesn't mean literal war. If, if a new war was declared this week, I missed that one. Yeah, no, we'd hear about that. Uh, last comment of that story. This is worse than the presidential election campaign. Gosh. Gosh. Something bad, something that's got, like, fake outrage around it. I cannot... I mean, I could think of Australian political situations this week. It wouldn't be them. Could it be anything about, like, the smashed avocado thing? You know how... That's good. That could be it. So there was what an expert came out and said that if Australians, young people, stopped spending $30 on breakfast, they could afford to buy a house. I don't think it was an expert, but... (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't it? I thought it was an expert. I I didn't really read the story. Michael, is it smashed avocado? Let's just go with that. It's the closest we've got. Guys, the headline is uh, America came up with their own uh, fairy bread type recipe oh, and ruined it. And Australians yes. aren't happy about it. I, I vaguely that remember that. Uh, apparently the, f- the hundreds and thousands go in the middle between two pieces of bread and they melt it. No, no. So the issue was is they it? were using toast instead of bread and That's they weren't using hundreds and thousands. They were using something else. It's not fairy bread. No. Is yeah. that cultural appropriation? <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> All right. Let's get into the last new story. Of the day, Zach. We're one from two here. We need to get this to win. Absurd rubbish. Absurd rubbish. Could that be this radio show? <laughs> did, did we make the news this week? Um, it is true of us, but <laughs> no, I don't think that's what they're referring to. Second comment. It's not easy being green. Uh-huh. Oh. The Hulk? Dear, oh, it could be the Hulk. I know that Mark oh. Ruffalo, who's playing the Hulk, he, he what left... What was the first... It, this is absurd... Because the Captain Planet movie was announced. But he's is he green? His hair's he's, green. He's environmentally friendly. Yep, green. Okay. Last comment. Now we know why Coles and Woolies were so upset about people scamming the self-serve. Oh, jeez. That's what, tricky. What was it? It's not easy being green. Not easy being green. Absolutely. What was it? Absurdly. Absurd. Oh. Has there been a new law passed uh, in supermarkets? I don't think it's actually anything. To, is it anything to do with the supermarkets, Michael? Yeah, we need a hint here. 100%. Sort of. Not really. Okay. Oh, well, this is a nightmare, Michael. You need to... You need um, to talk to Zuckerberg. The, I, okay, I'll, I'll tell you, it's, it's it's staring you right in the face, guys. Oh. What? Okay. This, is, this is the classic groaner. You'll hear it and we'll go, oh, we knew Okay, that. well, we need a hint. Um, I can give you three. Absurd rubbish. Yep. It's not easy being green. 
And uh, now we know why Coles and Woolies are so upset over people scamming the self-serve. Oh, dear. Well, I will tell you, I've talked about it with you guys tonight. Tonight? Yeah. Off, off air, obviously. What have we chatted about? Oh, Zach, this is horrible. Uh, we are staring uh, our fate directly Aldi, in the face. Um, this is like when you get an NA back on your test. All right, this is sad. Um, we gotta, we got to lock something in, Zach. And just for the sake of it... The fairy bread. That was the last one. Right. (laughs) (laughs) What I meant was the avocado. The avocado. It's not easy being green. This is absurd. Mm. Um, Whatever. Michael is pulling his hair out. What is it? I mean, in the misery. We took the scenic route, but yes, it's the avocados. What? What? It's the avocados? Yeah. It's the avocados? I don't understand. Why Why are they upset with the... um... Did we just win? Because, Because Coles and Woolies are upset because obviously the avocados are worth heaps. Right, well, we got there in a roundabout way, but a win's a win. <laughs> did we just win or did we? I feel like... A uh, technical, technical win. I feel like I was lying on the bed. The doctor said you have five minutes left to live <laughs> and he's come in and said I did the tests wrong. What's happened? <sighs> we well, got there. We I, got there. A I win's like, a win. It doesn't matter how it happens. No? It doesn't matter if it took us seven minutes <laughs> and everyone was yelling at us in their cars. <laughs> Either way, Zach, we do end up getting to say our famous catchphrase, which I've got to say, I'm, I'm not prepared. I hadn't thought we were going to get to do Three, this. Three, two, one. <clears throat> Suck on that, Zuckerberg! This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom on Hit 105. Collective Noun's pizza request test. Dom, what we're doing is seeing how extreme we can go in the special instructions when you order a pizza online. Mm. Earlier tonight, we ordered a pepperoni pizza. We asked for the pepperoni to be in the shape of a smiley face on the pizza. An ambitious request. Will they deliver? I'm feeling no. Mm. You think yes, Dom. I'm optimistic, Zach. I've got to have hope. Our producer, Michael, is down uh, where he's just collected a pizza, I believe, Michael. You're holding it in your hands, but you haven't opened the box yet. Correct. I have no idea what they've got inside this box. I mean, oh. I've just been handed the pizza. This is like a multi-leg delivery. So <laughs> a delivery man delivers it to the front door. Mm. Then Michael goes and picks it up. He delivers it to studio. Oh, okay. It's well, like the um, it's a relay. What, what's that um, torch in the Olympics? <laughs> the, the, Olympics the torch flame. relay. That's not bad. Here's what we're going to do is we're going to get you to come up here now, Michael, with the pizza. This is the moment of truth, Zach. Michael, can you tell us anything about the delivery driver? Did he look like someone that would look at the special instructions? He, um, he gave me a bit of like a wink at one point. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, I like the sound of that, Zach. A wink okay. sounds promising. Michael's coming in the studio door now. Zach, do you want to do the honours of looking? Okay, Michael, bring it over here. Oh, I'm so nervous. Come on. Come on, Pizza Hut. Have they fulfilled the request, Zach? We'll be opening the box in three, two... Oh, come on. One. Oh, dumb. What? No? I'm seeing just a regular pepperoni pizza. Not even an essence of a smiley face. Really? Oh, that's awful. The pizza request test has been failed this evening. Oh, that's just a stock standard pepperoni pizza. Did they not read the... On the outside, the pizza does look pretty good. (laughs) It does. (laughs) And that consoles you a little bit. (laughs) We will drown our sorrows in what smells like a delicious pizza. (laughs) This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom on Hit 105. Dom, this afternoon we did our Iron Chef Challenge where we tried to cook a whole breakfast on an iron live on Facebook. You can go check it out on our Facebook page. Just search for Collective Noun. Let's be clear. Not a continental breakfast. This was a hot breakfast. Bacon, eggs, pancakes... All on an iron. I've got to say, I am still very impressed how it went. You'll have to go check it out for yourself. But mm. we cooked a piece of toast, yep, uh, some bacon, 
uh, an egg, fully cooked an egg, and finish it off with dessert of a pancake. Mm. They were the best egg and pancake I've ever cooked, <laughs> and it was on an iron. Oh, I threw out my stove this afternoon after that video. I don't need it anymore. Well, Dom, you were the person who tasted all the food. Mm. You said that it tasted a little bit like Febreze, <laughs> the uh, stuff that you spray well, on your shirts. You said you hadn't uh, washed down your iron before It was an old use. iron that we used, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, it did taste a little like that. And I did feel a little bit unwell later in the afternoon, but now I'm feeling fine. You're feeling okay now? I'm feeling fine. Would you do it again? Um, you know what? I'd want to be more adventurous and maybe go to something like a, a steak. Maybe cook a, have a barbecue on an iron. Realistically, do you think, maybe we could do that for summer. Take it out oh, on the veranda. That's good. And, um, yeah, we could do sausages. Um, I think onion would be good. Yeah, onions, maybe some mushrooms and a steak. Do you, I don't know if it would do a steak, to be honest. We could give it a shot. <laughs> I'm going to find out. What about okay, maybe we're going to do Iron Chef round two. Just nothing with chicken. You want to know, <laughs> you want to know that's fully cooked. Uh, that's all we got time for tonight on the show and for the week as well. But make sure you do head to our Facebook page, uh, Collective Now, on there so you can see the Iron Chef video. Until next week, that's us out. See ya. That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online at facebook.com slash collective noun comedy. Brisbane's Hit 105.